0: I'm Kurt Anderson, and this is the Studio 360 Podcast.
1: I'm Jocelyn Gonzalez from Studio 360. This is another edition of This Woman's Work, a series of stories from Classic Album Sundays and Studio 360. Classic Album Sundays is a program of community listening events founded by Colleen Cosmo-Murphy, where fans listen to essential albums uninterrupted on state-of-the-art sound systems. For this woman's work, we're highlighting classic albums by female artists who have made a lasting impact on music and pop culture. This time, the Grammy-nominated live album Black Gold by Nina Simone.
2: And as the years go back,
1: It was recorded in front of a packed audience at Philharmonic Hall in New York City on October 26, 1969, and released in 1970. The record captures the commanding and poignant performance by Nina Simone that night, but we also hear her onstage banter between songs. At times, she seems aloof and dignified, but then she's teasing and lighthearted, and the audience is clearly delighted. Black Gold displays Nina Simone's talents at interpreting a song, not to mention her range, moving from soul and gospel to show tunes and folk music. Through it all, her distinctive voice soars into moments of defiance and uplift. This record represents not only an artist at the peak of her talents, but an important figure in the civil rights movement in the US. In this episode of This Woman's Work, Nina Simone's Black Gold. Here's Colleen. My name is Ed Williams, and I've been asked to introduce Miss Simone to you this evening.
3: It was October 26, 1969, the height of the civil rights era.
2: The High Priestess of Seoul, Miss Nina Simone.
3: Seated at her grand piano, hair swept up and crowning her head on stage in front of a packed New York Philharmonic Hall was Nina Simone. As a friend of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, and James Baldwin, she was one of the musicians most closely associated with the movement. Tonight's performance was being recorded for her next album, Black Gold, and featured songs of both protest and hope that would function almost as an exclamation point, marking the end of the sixties and a prologue to a new decade.
1: We'll return to our story in a moment, but first, I want to remind you that you can keep up with what we're looking at and working on by following us on Twitter, at Studio360Show. And now, back to our story.
2: I choose to reflect the times and the situations in which I find myself. That, to me, is my duty. To <laughs> me
3: Be Young, Gifted, and Black, released on the Black Gold album in 1970, quickly became an anthem of the civil rights and black power movements, echoing James Brown's rallying cry from 1968. Rather than an expression of anger against injustice, both Simone and Brown's songs celebrated racial pride, a central message of the Black Panther Party. To be young, gifted, and black really resonated with one of the party's best known activists, Angela Davis, whose own life at the time was in turmoil. In
0: the fall of 1970, I was arrested by the FBI and spent the next couple of years in jail on trial for murder, kidnapping, and and conspiracy.
3: Angela Davis had been a teacher at UCLA, and along with being active with the Black Panthers, also was active with Women's Rights and the Communist Party. She was also a supporter of what became known as the Soledad Brothers, three African-American inmates who had been charged with the murder of a white prison guard at California's Soledad Prison in early 1970. The murder was thought to be revenge for the shooting and killing of four African-American inmates by a white prison guard, a guard who had been exonerated by a grand jury. The guns used in the escape attempt were registered to Angela Davis, but she claimed that they had been purchased for her own self-defense and that the guns were taken without her knowledge to be used in the attempted escape. Although she was eventually found not guilty, Davis spent two years behind bars. And that's when she received a special visitor.
0: Nina Simone was performing in Marin County at the Civic Center complex. uh, And I was told that she wanted to visit me, which uh, was absolutely stunning. I was expecting her at a particular uh, time, and she didn't arrive. Uh, When she finally arrived, she was carrying this red balloon. And I learned from her that the holdup had been because the guards had refused to allow her to bring the balloon into my cell. And she had insisted And so the very fact that she had fought uh, for her right to bring me this balloon uh, uh, became really symbolic for me. Uh, And we had such a wonderful visit. I had the opportunity to tell her how much uh, her music had um, helped and accompanied me during so many of the years of, of my life.
2: Why must you wait until morning Wake up and be, wake up and be, wake up and be, wake up
0: and be. You know, I don't think I had ever met anyone before meeting Nina Simone who was so focused on using her talents to change the world. She wanted to use her music, use her voice, uh, use her capacity to create new worlds through her music uh, to help not only the movement against racism in in this
3: country, but all over the world. Music and activism both came early to Nina Simone. Born Eunice Kathleen Wayman into a poor family of 10 in North Carolina, she was playing piano by the age of four. At the age of 12, she gave a classical music recital. And they wanted to put my mom and daddy on
2: the back row in the concert, uh, in the little recital hall. And I remember standing up quite bravely and said, oh no, my mom and dad would sit on the front row.
3: So young Eunice stopped playing. She refused to continue until her parents were allowed to return to their original seats. I see
2: about 10 soul brothers
3: as Nina Simone, she wrote and co-wrote many songs that highlighted the injustices suffered by African Americans, and in particular black women. Songs like Revolution.
2: Revolution because I sing, the face of things the gun.
3: Four Women and Backlash Blues.
2: Mr. Backlash, Mr. Backlash, just who do you think I am? I just freeze my wages and send my son
3: to Vietnam. A master interpreter, she covered songs like Strange Fruit, I Wish I Knew How It Would Feel to Be Free, and the three penny operas Pirate Jenny.
2: A ship.
3: And she imbued them with her own sense of purpose.
2: The Black Freighter with a skull on its mouth.
3: Ted will be in. Terry Lynn Carrington is a jazz drummer, composer, and founding artistic director of the Berklee Institute of Jazz and Gender Justice, who makes contemporary protest music. Her latest album, recorded with social science, is Waiting Game.
2: My country tizza, cool A sippers, we speak. They feed a scrapple, release me and give we free as posts, small pots, blankets. Watch it go Crow Creek, the river's flow all deep. Red state, turn a false mother- name
4: Politically conscious artists bring people to a movement as well, like Marvin Gaye did, you know, with what's going on. Don't
2: punish me Sister. with brutality. Sister. Talk to me Sister. so you can see.
4: They do it in a way that you're not hammering people over the head necessarily, and the message is there, but you do it in a way that it can be heard, maybe by people that aren't as aware. Uh, And Nina had that way too. You know, she could tell these stories that are really deep with um, music that makes you, if you're not listening carefully, you may not be sure, you know, what she's saying. So it makes you think, it makes you contemplate things. You know, the delivery is important you know most people don't hear you when you're screaming at them right even though she could do that and, <laughs> and and we hear it
2: alabama's got me so upset tennessee made me lose my rest and everybody knows about mississippi Goddamn.
3: simone's 1964 protest song mississippi god damn was pivotal to both her career End the civil rights movement.
4: These children, unoffending, innocent, and beautiful, were the victims of one of the most vicious and tragic crimes ever perpetrated against humanity.
0: Uh, Mississippi, goddamn, allowed us in the aftermath of the killing of the three young girls at 16th Street Baptist Church and in the aftermath of the assassination of Medgar Evers uh, to find a way to express our rage.
2: Uh, Hound dogs on my trail School children sitting in jail Black cat crossed my path I think every day's gonna be my last
0: and Nina Simone was a, a voice uh, who knew how to channel rage and not ignore it uh, because of the emphasis on nonviolence uh, in the, the movement that was led by Dr. King. And of course, um, tactically, a nonviolent struggle was the only one that had the possibility of achieving success at that moment. Uh
2: country is full of lies You all gonna die and die like flies I don't trust you anymore You keep on saying Go slow
0: As a person who grew up uh, in the segregated South uh, and who, who remembered the sounds of, of bombing uh, and the fires that were set at, at black people's uh, homes uh, it really helped me to uh, recognize that it was indeed possible to experience that anger and to represent that anger. It did not have to be packed away as the whole point of the nonviolent tactics, such as the sit-ins, was that one had to learn how not to respond uh, and how not to vent anger at a particular moment. But this song, Mississippi Goddamn, uh, allowed us to channel that rage.
2: We shall overcome one day. We shall overcome the Lord one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. In many ways, if one compares it to uh, the A song that is most often considered the anthem of the civil rights movement, We Shall Overcome. Uh, It has a very different sense of
3: the collective possibilities of justice. Angela Davis says that Simone's music was not just background music for the civil rights movement. It was in the foreground
0: it is often assumed that the, the real material consists in the meanings of the words that are spoken uh, by movement leaders, uh, and that the music is there to provide a kind of background. The music is there to provide a kind of entertainment. And real transformation involves emotional transformation. It involves a uh, transformation of our feelings uh, and only art and specifically music uh, is capable of doing that those of us who wanted transformation uh, who wanted uh, a new society uh, we heard that uh, in the performance of mississippi goddam and in that sense uh, nina was ahead of her time she prefigured what was yet to come.
2: Bouncing off your wall.
3: At a time when female musicians were often encouraged to put down their instruments to just front jazz bands as vocalists, Simone also was ahead of her time. Drummer Terry Lynn Carrington feels Simone's piano playing was underappreciated.
4: So I always talk about an unspoken narrative of men playing the music and women singing it. But then you have these amazing pianists uh, like Nina Simone and um, Sarah Vaughan and Carmen McRae, Shirley Horn, that we don't know what would have happened if uh, the you know, community welcomed uh, women instrumentalists more. Because you know, maybe they would have even developed you know, that more as a, as a pianist like Nat King Cole is really revered as a pianist and he was you know obviously an amazing you know pianist but he also had that opportunity to just go ahead and be a player. Nina coming from a classical background and even on this record you know she takes some solos that are really great.
3: Simone's piano playing is fully realized on her live albums as she gets just one take and she's improvising with a band. In many ways, her live albums better express her as an artist. Here's Sina Simone from a promotional interview she did when the album came out. There's a great deal of electricity
2: in this album. There's a great deal of, of rapport between the audience and myself, which has been missing in, in so many of the previous albums. That particular night was magic. As a matter of fact, after the album was cut, my husband said to me that uh, it needed very little editing,
3: if any. Simone's husband at the time was Andrew Stroud, a former NYPD lieutenant who left the forest to manage her career. They divorced in 1970.
2: There was a thing in the in the atmosphere between and the audience and me this was one of those times where it happened, that thing happened, that magic happened, and was captured on tape. You use up everything you got trying to give everybody what they want. Okay. But I will learn my lesson soon,
3: and then you will buy
2: more records, right? Because you won't see me.
3: Okay. Nearly a third of Simone's music, released in her lifetime, is recorded live. The performance, the marriage, you know,
4: the energy in the room, you know, Philharmonic Hall, um, the time period, the musicians, like when I heard West Wind and, you know, the percussion, how tight that percussion is. And I didn't realize that Don Elias was the drummer and the percussionist, um, and I used to play with him quite a bit.
2: West Wind, Egypt of yesterday
0: That song, West Wind, was actually composed by Miriam Makeba's uh, daughter, Bongi uh, Makeba. It has a very specific reference uh, to the anti-apartheid struggle in South Africa. But at the same time, its resonances uh, are vast and and universal. West Wind, blow ye gentle, O'er the souls of yesterday.
3: West Wind is a song that Nina Simone learned from her good friend Miriam Makeba, the South African musician who died in 2008. Makeba was nicknamed Mama Africa, and like Simone, was a civil rights activist, and a United Nations Goodwill Ambassador, Makeba had used her fame as a singer, songwriter, and actress to fight apartheid.
2: I am the From which
0: they came It was a call for a unity against uh, racism and economic exploitation. uh, and reflecting the determination of people in South Africa uh, to be free, uh, which of course was not destined to uh, happen for many years, Uh, the call for unity uh, was uh, to stand together across national boundaries and across oceans. and that international solidarity was something that we needed then and perhaps we need even more today.
2: So we're
3: Westwind is one of the many cover songs found on Nina Simone's Grammy-nominated LP, Black Gold. Her musical canon includes performances of I Put a Spell on You and My Baby Just Cares for Me, which are arguably the definitive versions.
4: The greatest artists have to bring who they are uh, authentically you know, to the music that they do. So somebody like Nina Simone, I mean, you feel... To me, she's like the greatest storyteller that ever lived. Because <laughs> when I hear her sing a lyric, I understand the song and the story uh, more than I think anybody else.
2: Black
4: is the color of my truth.
3: One of Nina Simone's best-known songs is the Scottish traditional ballad Black is the Colour of My True Love's Hair.
2: The purest eyes and the hands. I love the
3: ground on Stand. Around the 1930s, the song migrated from the UK to the Appalachian Mountains around North Carolina, Simone's home state. It was originally written and performed from a man's point of view. And on Black Gold, she gives it another twist. Black
2: is color.
4: Yeah, I, I think it's kind of brilliant how, um, you know, she plays it, you know, more traditionally herself uh, the first time through and then how Emil sings it uh, the second time.
3: Simone's guitarist Emile Latimer modified the lyrics and is the male singer on this rendition.
2: Black is her body so firm so bold black is
0: her beauty
4: the lyric he sings is is very different you know than the lyric that she sings i thought it was brilliant you know to to have a man sing that and tell that story you know from his perspective and i think there's a history of course especially with her you know for reappropriating uh songs and lyrics i mean she changed just small things that make such a huge difference.
2: Ain't got no money, got no work, no job, no money, no
3: mind. Ain't got no, I got life. Was a medley of two numbers taken from the Broadway musical Hair. Its infectiously upbeat attitude marked it as one of the most joyous moments in Simone's discography, a radical statement of self-love and acceptance. For Angela Davis, this is just as important as her more overtly political protest material.
0: Yeah, it's a song that is affirmative of of life and love. Uh, It's often assumed that these are are not the political songs. because there's no direct reference uh, to struggle or, or to political liberation. But in the final analysis, um, those of us who have been involved in movements for radical social change want to see a world in which everyone can be happy. I got it.
3: Harrington says there may have also been commercial concerns for covering this song from a hit contemporary musical.
4: You know, it being from Hair, it it may have been um, an effort to reach a wider audience and a younger audience. And um, I think it actually did that, you know, in some ways for her. All artists grapple with uh, success. And like she mentions on the record about you know buying the record, selling a, you know, a million yes. copies or you know, things like that. And you don't want to feel that she was thinking about record sales. But that's a reality. Mm-hmm. We don't want to make music or make records, you know, for sales or awards. But you know the reality is it's a business too.
2: You are young. Hip, thin, and black. We must be The way um, To Be Young, Gifted, and Black happened was uh, simply a moment of, of inspiration. Uh, uh, I was thinking about my friend Lorraine Hansberry and the play, and the title of the play. That happens often, where an idea turns into a song.
3: To Be Ungifted in Black was written in collaboration with the composer and musician Weldon Irving in memory of Simone's late friend Lorraine Hansberry, author of the play A Raisin in the Sun, the first play written by an African-American woman to be performed on Broadway. Hansberry was admired by many, including James Baldwin and Martin Luther King Jr. She was a mentor to Simone and became the godmother to Simone's daughter Lisa.
4: When I first heard Young, Gifted, and Black, it was Aretha Franklin's version. In this whole world, you
3: know, there are millions of boys and girls who are young, gifted, and black, with a souls intact, and that's a
4: fact. Aretha, you feel her spirit. She could sing the telephone book. I mean, so could Nina <laughs> And I'm not listening to the words because I just connect so much with the feeling of it. It's not that she's not telling the story, but when I heard Young, Gifted and Black, it was Aretha's performance and arrangement and the way she sang it that sucked me in, you know. But when then I heard Nina sing it, it made me cry. Let
2: us learn how to love ourselves first, unify us. Hear me West Square, give me Hear me, give me story. give me Mama, give me
4: Daddy, give me everybody. Oh, yeah. And my father always tells this story that I don't remember, because I don't remember much from the ages of 12 and younger. But, you know, we had a neighbor, we had a white neighbor and uh, I used to play with her her name was Denise I used to have her singing you know songs with me and this was one of the songs I think I saw it you know as universal in a sense you know back then I mean I had a very easy childhood and the song for me had more meaning with
0: the lyric you know later
3: Angela Davis when I first
0: heard it I was young I, I was black I don't know how gifted I was it was The first time I think I had ever heard a message like that, which was directed toward black people. Now, it is
2: not addressed uh, primarily to white people, though it does not
0: put you down in any way. It simply ignores you. One of the introductions, or maybe in all of the introductions uh, Nina did, she pointed out that this this was a song for black people.
2: Oh, my people need all the inspiration and love that they can get. So.
0: And years later, when I heard Toni Morrison talk about her work as trying to move beyond the white gaze, uh, creating worlds uh, that are meaningful, of course, to everyone, but especially to black people who had experienced those worlds. Uh, I also thought about Young, Gifted, and Black and what uh, Nina Simone uh, said about the audience to whom she had directed
3: that song. To Be Young, Gifted, and Black was widely covered by other artists, including Donny Hathaway and, as we heard, Aretha Franklin, whose 1972 album title bore its name. It was covered by Jamaican artists like Bob and Marcia and the Heptones, and more recently adapted as We Are Young, Gifted, and Black, by Common and Lala Hathaway on the compilation, Nina Revisited, A Tribute to Nina Simone.
2: To be young, gifted, and black, and own it. It's more than a moment. It's like the sun rose to condone it. Before we was trapped in, we was trapped in. Sun and the whip's kissing our black skin. Strange fruit hanging, smell the jasmine. Ride the cold train, listen to jazz then. Back then, back
0: then. Racism has always insisted on the intellectual inferiority of black people. Uh, and certainly during that period, we had not even begun to bring down the barriers that would would make it clear that race itself is a fiction and that uh, the equation of black and uh, inferior was damaging not only to black people, but, but to the world. I think that young, gifted, and black continues to motivate people. It continues to be a reminder, a reminder to those of us who are no longer young as well, that the world will change as a result of uh, the leadership of young people, young, gifted
3: black people. In the 60s, protest music had a heavy association with counterculture folk and rock artists. But in recent times, hip-hop artists and African-American jazz artists have carried the mantle, because they have to.
0: Particularly at this moment, when so many musicians are experiencing what you might call a political turn, and this is uh, connected both to the rise of black lives matter and also to the efforts to generate some kind of resistance to the current administration
2: this is america don't get you slipping no. don't catch you slipping no. look
4: what i'm whipping no. that's why we keep going and keep doing this you know now we're in a time period that people are really speaking out you know, there's movements happening again, which is great. The things were, you know, have been always relevant.
3: In many ways, Black Gold bookends both Simone's time in America and her prolific period of musical activism. Legal troubles persisted throughout her later career, thanks to an unpaid tax bill in protest to the Vietnam War. Simone fled first to Barbados and later to Liberia. She remained insistent that her protest songs like Mississippi Goddamn had made it impossible for her to work in the U.S., where she felt racism hurt her career.
2: Lord have mercy on this land of mine, we all gonna get it in due time. I don't belong
3: here, I don't belong there, I've even
2: stopped believing in prayer.
3: In Europe, she relaxed into a more comfortable role, performing at jazz clubs such as Ronnie Scott's in London, where she played throughout the 1980s. She died in southern France in 2003 at the age of 70, and her ashes were scattered in several African countries.
0: I saw her perform not long before she passed away, I think in probably one of her uh, last performances in the US. There was a kind of restraint to that performance. Uh, I miss the, the enthusiasm that helped to persuade us that change was indeed possible. If she were alive today, She would recognize that uh, this world would not be what it is today without those movements and without uh, that music that was an integral element of those struggles.
1: Our story on Black Gold by Nina Simone was produced by Colleen Cosmo-Murphy and by me, Jocelyn Gonzalez, with production assistance from Pepper Green Media. The clips of Nina Simone are from Live at Ronnie Scott's, one of her live performances, taped in 1984, that you can watch online. For more stories about the records that shaped our culture and our lives, or to find out about Colleen's recent book, Classic Albums by Women, visit ClassicAlbumSundays.com. What are your favorite classic albums featuring female artists and why? Tell us at incoming at studio360.org.
0: Thanks for listening, and you can subscribe to Studio 360 wherever you get podcasts.